everybody. This is Bill Cameron from The Drive. Podcasts of The Drive are presented by Southeastern Industrial Contractors, now hiring for great-paying skilled trade positions. Call 334-209-6355 to learn more. Thanks for listening. Live from Auburn, the sports capital of Alabama, this is The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com and on Fox Sports Central Alabama at 98.3 FM in Birmingham and Sylacauga. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390, toll free at 888-382-7502 or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome in. It is the Wednesday edition of The Drive, and it being Wednesday and Auburn basketball playing tonight, even though they're not at home at, uh, at Auburn Arena, still Auburn Arena. Uh, it'll be Neville Arena this weekend when they do return home for the uh, regular season finale. We are at Big Mike Steakhouse here on Shug Jordan Parkway at the corner of Shug Jordan and Wire Road. One of our favorite places. Great place to be. We'd love for you to come out. What a beautiful day. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous day. Feels like spring break. Oh, it almost is. Almost is. Almost is. Just, uh, just a few days. Uh, just uh, hope for, for everybody that has plans over spring break that this spring break weather is as nice as it's been the last couple of days and going to be the next couple of days. Uh, Bill here back at Big Mike's. Scott Bagwell, the, uh, the voice of Auburn High School Athletics, uh, joining me here at Big Mike's. Uh, Scott, how you doing, man? Good. How about you? I'm, I'm doing fine. Uh, ready, ready, for, you know, ready to see what happens tonight yes. in basketball, a huge night. Tonight in basketball, Auburn with a great opportunity. We'll talk about that and much more. And and also joining us, it's Wednesday uh, in hour number one. And uh, we're pleased to be joined once again by Jason Caldwell from inside the Auburn Tigers. NAUTigers.com. JC, how you doing? I'm doing great. Just uh, enjoying. Uh, you're right. It is. This is this is almost summertime weather um, that we're feeling now. Should be oh, a- now this is better than summertime yeah, weather oh, yeah, because it's, it's only hot. seven. It's not as hot. Yeah, this is actually, this is... If it's you, not if, humid. You want to oh. say, hey, give this year-round weather right here. Please. This be it right here. But Please. Yeah, good, good, good times, good night, a lot going on. Uh, obviously, I'll be over at baseball tonight. Uh, but, you know, basketball, you're right. It's It doesn't get any bigger, and you, you've got everything in your hands. That's If, yep. you, if you'd have yep. said before the year... You're going to have it in your hey, own you've control. got a one-game lead right. with two games to play. Yeah, everybody everybody would have taken that. No question. Uh, so Auburn, Auburn can wrap up at least a share and uh, have the opportunity to clinch uh, an undisputed SEC regular season title on Saturday with a win tonight in Starkville. We, we welcome you here at Big Mike Steakhouse. If you can't make it out, you can, uh, you can give us a call. Hour number one of the drive. Brought to you by our friends at Kia of Auburn on South College and KiaofAuburn.com. Kia of Auburn, where you're always number one. And uh, uh, we welcome your calls, questions, comments on the Kia of Auburn hotline, 334-321-1390. You can also text us. The drive text box is 334-564-1840. Bill, Scott, and Jason here for our number one. Uh, We've got plenty of room out here on the deck. Man, it's... Great! This is this is great weather to be out here. It is something um, something very rare that you you get an opportunity to see today, and that is 
Uh, those those three of us up here on the stage, only one is not wearing shorts, and it's Jason Caldwell. Because usually, if anybody's going to be wearing shorts, it's Jason. I had them on until about 15 minutes ago. Well, so you, I, did, you, I did have them on until earlier. Have, uh, have you got on-field duty after the game? Uh, I don't know about if I have on. I, I don't know whatever Brad you know wants me to go do all the day. window going to be open. The window's open no matter what. Okay, so, all right. Yeah, so yeah, so, so it, open it would baseball. be chilly. Yeah, it would be you know, chilly by and, the end of the game. And you never know how long these things are going to last. Last night was well, three hours and 45 minutes, and the the only negative about it being such a beautiful day like there's this there's no clouds that correct. makes the temperature plummets it, 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 it yeah. drops pretty quickly so yeah it'll be I mean, a we cool have later tonight. we have about a forty degree difference in the low and the high yes. these days so so yeah so Jason uh, uh, Jason along with with Bill and Scott and let's get to the Kia of Auburn hotline uh, as we're underway here at Big Mike's and Sandy gets us started hey Sandy hey good afternoon Jan. Sharing a wonderful day with you out walking and everything. So uh, I uh, just have a couple of just kind of a lead-up question for uh, Jason. I had the opportunity uh, to talk with him last night at the uh, baseball game, and he, of course, always has great uh, comments and uh, the ability to put everything together. And I just said, uh, you know, maybe you, uh, you could share that with some other people too. And what's our pitching? Our hitting, our fielding look like. Uh, how's the team coming together for a couple of weeks from now with the collision course with uh, the conference? And I just thought others might uh, like to hear of what he shared with me last night. Yeah, thanks, Andy. Yeah, you know, I think you look at it, obviously, pitching. Uh, I, yeah, I, I've kind of been likening it to this Auburn basketball team, but you don't have Jabari Smith, I meaning you don't have a Casey Mize. So you got. 10 or 11 guys mm-hmm. you don't have necessarily a number one guy at the moment but you can do that in, in college baseball and, and 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 be okay i think it you know we've seen blake burkhalter on the back end which i think is a big piece of things for this team um tommy sheehan for me still can i think is still going to be a, a key guy i think that watching and how he continues to develop not going to pitch this week right you know two weeks in coming off a of partial Tommy John surgery he said hey I want to work on a few things and you, you can't really do that in the, in a game so um so it you know knocks him down one spot here I really like what Trace Bright's done I think he's done a good job of pitching his three pitches three pitches the things he does there uh, and you know Jordan Armstrong isn't a guy that you would necessarily think is an SEC weekend starter but the guy just knows how to pitch and he has a kind of a different arm angle it's almost now for me when I look at it it's almost sometimes can be a negative if you're a 95, 96 mile an hour guy if you're not really good because there's so many of those guys now, Scott. I mean, you see them in the high school. Yeah, if if you throw 95 nowadays, you still got to be able to locate it and move it and do all the other stuff. It's still the, the movement and the location, the changing, the tunneling, all of that still matters so much. And if you know how to do it, it gives you that leg up. And the other thing is, is if Auburn has a bunch of arms, Auburn might ask these guys only to go through the lineup once. Yeah, I think that's what you're going to see. I think you're going to see almost in 2010 a little bit where Grant Dayton kind of pitched on Sundays a lot of times. And you say, hey, we're going to pitch that guy. You know, it may be four or five innings, a trace bright. You get through the second time, have somebody ready to go and, and use depth. And I think we could see a lot of that this year. They started doing some of that at the end of the year last year and it paid mm-hmm. off for them. And so I think there will be depth there. To me, the, one of the biggest keys for this team is finding somebody behind Sonny Deshera, either bef- in front of or right. and or yeah. behind. You know, Ryan Dial's a guy that was really good in, in the preseason that swung the bat well, hasn't been as good behind Sonny. I wouldn't be shocked to see him jump him up to two. You know, hey, we're going to get you some good pitches to hit. Yeah. Get that lefty guy going. 
And then getting Brooks Carlson back, you know, the other Sanford transfer, getting him going would be really big. It's a guy that was a, a, an All-American as a freshman, a three-time, you know, SOCON, you know, player of the not player of the year, but all-conference player. Um, never hit under 300 in his career. This is a guy that could really add some, some I think, especially from the right-handed side, some more weapon for this team on offense. And so there's still pieces to be put in place. Getting Cam Hill going last night, three hits for him was really big. That's another left-handed bat. Right. Yeah, you, you, you need that right-handed bat, it, it preferably in between yes, and those so. guys. And, that, and that's, really, that's really where you, you like to have it when you've got the guy that is terrorizing people um, the guy in front of him is going to get good pitches. Correct. And that, um, that's the, where you stick a guy sometimes that may be struggling a little bit. He's right. going to get the fastball Correct. because yeah. they don't want to because put they don't want on behind. Absolutely. Yep. And so that may be, I wonder if we'll start to see a little bit of that, maybe a, just a switch to maybe get him going a little bit. But, you know, we saw last night, I mean, there's first and second two outs and they walk Sunday to share. Mm-hmm. I mean, you walk a guy to load the bases, not with a base open. Um, it's is getting Barry Bonds territory pretty quickly here. Right, okay. and that's that's where the guy behind him has such great opportunities. And if you get somebody there that can relax and just come up with a come up with a couple of big hits, that that just opens yeah, everything. Yeah, and Ron Dow did it last night. had a, had a two RBI single, you know, right behind that walk. And so those are things that you have to continue to do. But yeah, a lot of depth. Uh, just a matter of kind of putting the pieces together. Three three four three two one thirteen ninety. Appreciate the call, Sandy. Yeah, Auburn baseball back in action tonight. UAB. Jason going to be. Uh, they're on the call as well. So, yeah, a little a uh, little more radio. So uh, I just kind of try to stay out of Brad's way. I'm used to doing that for <laughs> over the years. So it should be a lot of fun. Uh, no question. Uh, we'd love for you to join in. Anything on your mind, sports wise, to to basketball, to the to the feature attraction for Auburn tonight. I mean, uh, it, at at Starkville, where it has been difficult for anybody to win. They're seven and one in conference play at home. This is their regular season finale home finale tonight and uh, of course so so it'll be it'll be senior night yep. and among the seniors is uh uh auburn high school product garrison brooks got yeah it's uh it's kind of funny how you know with garrison just i got to know him in eighth grade following him and how it's now played out to he's finally get to play for his dad which mm-hmm. is what he wanted right. to do in high school um and uh, and also he's probably going to get to go up against the guy that he play he pr- played in practice with last year in in Kessler, um, but uh, and and State needs a big win. You know I I don't know they're they're on the wrong side of the bubble I know because they hit a bad stretch here but they're still eight and eight in conference. Right, a win for them does huge things, especially with seeding and everything else. Oh, if they they beat a top five team. Uh, that, that's going to help them tremendously. Gives them an opportunity to get back on the bubble. The other thing is with Auburn, if they haven't known it, if they haven't accepted it yet or grasped it yet, every time they go on the road, it's going to be that hostile environment. Mm-hmm. It's the, and I hate to say it because I don't like the way Calipari acted when he came to Auburn. It's the Kentucky treatment. It's you're the you're the top dog. You're the hunted. You're the hunted, and everybody's coming to come after you, and everybody's going to play very well, especially early. Now, if you can get a lead then maybe that team goes away. But Auburn hasn't played well on the road in the first half for a while now. And, and they've had that propensity to, uh, to get a lead and see it at least dwindle, if not completely, it, go away. We were watching the game together, watching that Auburn get an 11-point lead at Tennessee, and then from that point on, Auburn did not play a good stretch of basketball the rest of the game. No. Uh, and, and, I mean, there were, just, there were a couple of mental errors in yes. that game. I thought a huge play in that game, we haven't really talked about it that much, was the 
the nonchalant get the ball, flip it inbounds, but Jabari had one foot in, one foot out. And it was a turnover, and all of a sudden they've got it back, and it's a, they, cut the, they cut the 11 to, to a 6, I think, there in, uh, in a matter of you know, a couple yeah. of seconds. And, and, Jason, you can speak more to this, but also I think this is an area where Auburn doesn't have a guard that has been in the – Hey guys, we're we're in a we're in a situation. We're in a we need something positive to happen. KD was at Georgia last year. Let's face it, the, Georgia wasn't any good yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, Green at a smaller school. It's it's just it's a different environment when it's the when you're the hunted as a top five team as opposed to even being the hunted at a smaller conference. Yeah, I mean it's 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 part of. The process, and one of the things that was one of the bigger question marks I had coming into the year was was were those guys going to be able to take this team to a next level? They have done that, but there's still more levels left mm-hmm. to be done. Yes, and now that you see teams kind of dealing with, dealing with this group, how they're playing, saying, "Look, we're going to take away the Walker Kessler lob. We're going to make you make play." To me, one of the things now these guys are quick enough to get penetration, but they got to quit getting all the way to the rim with nowhere to go kick it in the lane to the corners, to the wings, and try to get some open shots. And we're, we're talking about this earlier in the week. I had one of my friends ask me, said, said, does anybody have more contested tough shots in the country than Jabari Smith? The only open looks he really gets are in, in transition. Right. There's no open looks for him in the half court. they got to find a way to move the basketball. When they're at their best, when every team's at their best, it's extra pass. Right, that that one or, or and it's two getting extra stuck passes. Too many times mm-hmm. right now. It, I think the biggest thing is can you see KD or Wendell? I think Zeb does a little bit better. You penetrate to create. You don't penetrate to create your shot. Yes. You penetrate to create the other shot. And I've known that Bruce has got onto him at times about it. And when Auburn does that, when they make the pass, when they make the kick, they make the leave. All of a sudden, that's when Auburn goes on the, the 12, 13, 14, 15 0 runs, is all of a sudden, oh, now the defense is leading to the good things on the offense. And when you get everybody involved, everybody plays harder. This is going to be uh, uh, quite, quite the test, though, like I was saying. They're 7 and 1. Uh, I, I know that there are a lot of people, and, and maybe it's just difficult to transition to being, to understanding basketball, and it's tough on the road. It's tough on the road for everybody. Uh, Auburn has the best road record in the league. Yeah. Auburn has lost fewer games than anybody on the road, and that that's going to be regardless of what happens tonight. Yeah, sa- um, I think Saturday should have helped folks understand that a little bit. When, I hope when when everything when played you saw, out. Yeah, when you saw that other teams lost on the road as Correct. well. Yeah, yeah, it's a difficult environment. It's not football. Baseball's not football. No, basketball's not football. You're going to lose so. games. I mean, well, 1976. That's it. The last time somebody was right. undefeated in college basketball, 1976. Uh, I was asked, all right, so every Wednesday I, I, I'm, I spend a little time on, on Wimp and Barry Sanderson's show. And that, Barry, Jason, now they always ask me about Auburn baseball. Uh, yeah. Since, since Jack, uh, uh, Wimp's grandson and, and Barry's son, is, is uh, committed to Auburn. But, I mean, one of the things they both asked, they said, are Auburn people, they said, we keep hearing or reading Auburn people Concern and complaining about the basketball team. Do they realize that they're twenty-five and four? And it's like I think a lot of, especially younger fans or that haven't been basketball fans, you know, if they feel like a loss, well, just dooms you. I mean, I've I've heard, well, if Auburn loses tonight, it's a disappointing season, and there's nothing, no way around it. And it's like you're twenty-five and five. I'm glad if I you didn't lose hear tonight, that. and you can still. 
win at least a share of the conference on Saturday. Yeah, it, it, you want to win. You want to win the league. No question about it. You want to do those things. You put yourself in that position. And here's the thing about this team. As as we, you talk about all the things they're not doing well. They're they're not shooting the ball well from perimeter. They did not rebound very well. All the things they haven't done well. It's hard to beat these guys. And, and, and they're barely losing and doing that's, that's that, too. It's, it's hard to beat them. Uh, the, the thing to keep in mind, now, again, I'm not saying, well, don't want to win, don't expect to win, don't be disappointed if you don't win. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying it's not the end of the world in case. I mean, it's going to be up and down. And the thing to remember is this is the last time you will be in a true road game, playing a true road game. For the rest of the basketball season. Yeah, I was saying, you know, basketball season, historically, they're up and downs. You're, there's going to be stretches where you're not playing your best. Bruce said it on TV after the Ole Miss game. You just have to find a way to get through it. you got to find a way to keep battling and all that. And Auburn, has, they have a chance to win the league still. And they got two winnable games. they got a better chance than anybody else to nobody, win the Nobody else has as good a <laughs> chance as Auburn does because they're the only one that's, that's in the, the number one spot. You, you're going to have, especially in March, you got to find ways to win games that, that you don't play necessarily well. And as Jason just said, this team keeps fighting. They keep playing. There's not one mm-hmm. game this year where Auburn did not have a chance to win. 334-321-1390. Bill, Scott, Jason Caldwell. We're here at Big Mike's uh, at the intersection of Shook Jordan and Wire Road. Love for you to stop by and join us. We're here on the on the deck so come on out we'll get to our first break of the afternoon uh come on in and join us here on the wednesday drive time to churn up some more yardage on the drive the drive with bill cameron and dan peck on espn 1067 and online at espnau.com and on fox sports central alabama at 98.3 fm in birmingham and silicaga to be a part of the drive call 334-321-1390 toll free at 888-382-7502 or email the drive at espnau.com Welcome back into the Wednesday Drive from Big Mike Steakhouse. Bill, Scott Bagwell, Jason Caldwell, Dan is with the uh, the Troy women's basketball team. Their conference tournament getting underway as a lot of um, women's conference tournaments underway. The SEC tournament got underway today, and Auburn once again uh, led and, and played well, but just couldn't hold on. Man, that has really been the case for Johnny Harris and the Tigers this year. They've come so close so many times, and they fall to Alabama 75-68. Yeah, had, a, had another lead there late in the game. Yep. Had, had a, a big comeback right there early in the second half. Um, took a five-point lead, had a three-point lead at the end of the third quarter, and Alabama, I think, 9-0 run pretty quickly there. Same thing that happened when they played earlier. I mean, th- this is a team, I was, Scott and I were talking here, Jason, I mean, they they finish two and fourteen in conference play and then lose here in the conference tournament. I, and and this sounds insane, but they're so much better, oh, so it, much it, better than they were, and they're so much better than their record shows. Light, light years difference in, in what they were. And I think I think I think there's only three games where you said, hey, they were really outclassed this season. I think an LSU game, yeah. uh, obviously South, South Carolina, Carolina, and then Kentucky recently. Other than that, most all of their games were really competitive. Yep. Also, um, something you don't see a lot in women's basketball when you have a team that's 2-15. They had three top 25 wins. Yes. 
Yeah, so it's just bizarre. It, it will it will get better, and I think it'll get better quickly for Auburn women's basketball. It, it's like everything else. When we talked about it in you know last season in football, we talked about it heading forward in football basketball. You see the difference. Bruce Pearl's the same coach he was, you know, six years five six ago years ago yes. at Auburn. The difference mm-hmm. is players. Yep. yep. You look at it, and and there's no difference. And we we say it all the time. I mean, Kirby Smart, Nick Saban. Those guys aren't any different as coaches as anybody else in this. And who knows? The, the best coaches may be the guys that, that win six games at Ball State. You don't ever know. What yep. you do know is the best coaches are the guys that get the best players. Right. Let's get to the uh, Kia of Auburn hotline, 334-321-1390. And Ed is up first. Hey, Ed. Hello. Hey, Ed. Hey, guys. Uh, Listen, I, I wanted to just um, ask a couple of things. Uh, first off, with Auburn's baseball, do y'all really have to do? I mean, I, I love the people that they've got coaching and everything. But are, are we, is Auburn baseball just going to always be kind of just nothing uh, um, uh, for right now? Um, do you see? I mean, consider, uh, other than making a college world series three years ago? Do you, do you see us doing anything in baseball this year? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, they got they've got an opportunity to do something in baseball. I mean, I know they were picked last in the SEC West. I just got an opportunity. I'm just asking. Well, when you talk about pick, now let's go back to this, and I, and, and I know you don't want to ask that, so we'll go back to pick. Oh, well, I'll, I'll answer it. Well, I mean, but. The, okay. the yeah the okay. yeah I mean I, like I said I think they have an opportunity to be a good team this year will it turn out that way who knows I know this that it's more difficult to to be that team in baseball than it is in football and basketball baseball is the toughest league bar none and there's not even a comparison anybody else and they play most of those top teams now here's the question can they make a run to a college world series absolutely can they win the league no probably not. But those are two completely different things. Mm-hmm. In baseball terms, you're not playing on the same field that Vandy, Mississippi State, Arkansas, LSU are on, where we're talking about that pitching depth. Those guys are going 15 deep with 95. You can't do Auburn's that. going deeper with 90-plus, than, than they've had. Right. But you're still not on that level. Mm-hmm. Can you Can you compete? I mean, they just made a college world series three years ago. Can they, can they do something like that again? Yeah, I think they can now. Will the pieces fall into place? You know, we'll see. But I think there's pieces there, yes. Anything else, Ed? Yeah, you know, again, baseball is different. I mean, it's just uh, there are teams, you know, we've seen teams that, that get to the College World Series, win the College World Series, that will lose some midweek games along the way. Um, uh, don't, don't be ready to throw in the towel because you lost – uh, an extra inning game to Yale because you gave up seven runs to Alabama State last night. I mean, it's it's way way too early well, yeah. to, to be concerned, to be overly concerned. No, it's just again, it is it's what especially early in the season. Alabama uses, loses to UT Martin last night. Mississippi State lost to Northern Kentucky over the weekend. People have already lost series. It, it is the game of baseball as it is now. You play fifty six regular yeah, season games. Here's the thing: you want to put yourself in position. Here, here's the goal for Auburn right now. The goal for Auburn, the next step, is can you can you win enough SEC games to to become a host site? Right. That's your next step. You've you've done the other things. Last year was a one off. Pitching injuries, all those things. You go ten and twenty, 
and you lost, and, and you led 12 games in the seventh inning, but because of the pitching depth and depletion of that because of the injuries, you, you lost those games. Well, now you can you win those close games? Can you give yourself a chance to go? I mean, if you go 17 and 13, and people go 17 and You go 17, 17 and 13, 13 in the SEC? You're hosting a regional. Yeah, no doubt. If it's get to the postseason, like with Auburn in the SEC, if they get to the postseason, they're not in an SEC team's regional which automatically you're now in a better spot. And then, as we saw when Auburn went to the College World Series, upsets happen. They go to Georgia Tech, and then Georgia Tech has an injury. Boom, Auburn beats them. And then Auburn has a chance to win it. And then they go and then, you know, beat Carolina, who, again, just different things happen. In the SEC, if you are... Heck, to me, if you're at 500. If you're around 500. Oh, if you're a 500 team, you're going to be in, you're in, you're the, post, in yes. the NCAA tournament. Yes. I was going to say, two games difference. Two games different, 17-13, you're hosting a race. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you know, if you're 14-16, and 16, you're probably in. It's so difficult if you're not Arkansas, Vandy, LSU, Mississippi State. Mississippi State and Ole Miss. It's so tough if you're not. That's five teams right there that you automatically know are going to be hosting out of 16. Florida. And Florida's, yeah. I mean, it, it's, yeah it, it, is, it is that. Well, and now you look at what Tennessee's done. Yes. With, with, I mean, the, it. You're, you're talking about the gauntlet. There's no gauntlet in this country in any sport that compares to, to college baseball in the Southeastern Conference, in my opinion. Softball is pretty close. No, and, and, and Auburn, seen, Auburn seems to get a tougher schedule it's, it, than, than a lot in multiple sports. Hey, it? Yeah, you know, it, makes it, a, it makes it a challenge. Auburn's got, what, five of the top seven teams I think. Yeah, you gotta schedule. You're gonna you're gonna earn some money this year for sure. Three three four three two one thirteen ninety. Uh Bill Scott Bagwell, Jason Caldwell. We're at Big Mike Steakhouse where uh where the special tonight uh is redfish with crawfish etouffee. And they have just delicious appetizers entree. It's happy hour right now where uh, you you're gonna you get half off appetizers and uh drinks. So so stop on in. That goes on till six o'clock, um, and yeah, uh, I was going to say, I know Yellowhammer is hanging on. Yellowhammer, we're coming up on our bottom of the hour break. John, also, we will get to our bottom of the hour break. You'll be the first two when we return from Big Mike's here on the Wednesday Drive. and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com and on Fox Sports Central Alabama at 98.3 FM in Birmingham and Sylacauga. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390, toll free at 888-382-7502 or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. 
Welcome back into the drive here on this gorgeous Wednesday afternoon. Bill, Scott, Jason here at Big Mike Steakhouse. Again, happy hour going on until 6 o'clock with half off the apps. The Tiger Shrimp, the Wickles Fried Pickles, Homemade Fried Mushrooms, and the Chuck Wagon Cheese Fries. Half off uh, the drinks, all drafts, well drinks, Bloody Marys, and mimosas. Come on by, man. What a what a, a great way to spend a late afternoon. Whether or not you're heading over to the ballpark like Jason Caldwell will be, or, or you're uh, just getting a little pregame before Auburn basketball on the road tonight. 8 o'clock tip over in Starkville. Let's get back to the Kia of Auburn hotline. 334-321-1390. And Yellowhammer is up next. Hey, Yellowhammer. Hey, afternoon. Uh, I wanted to ask you about basketball. Uh, uh, Auburn has a very good basketball team, but, of course, there's two or three other teams that are pretty good, too. And so I'm not all upset about the fact that we're undefeated, or not undefeated, but uh, and you may have to go to the historical archives on this, but I was curious uh, about undefeated college basketball teams. So I seem to remember remember uh, Bobby Knight maybe had one that was the last one. Years ago. Yeah, yeah that, that was the last one. 1976. 46 years ago. We've yeah. had we've had a couple wow. take it. We've had a couple take it to the final four. Right. UNLV, Kentucky UNLV, a couple of years ago. UNLV took it to the final four, lost to Duke in in, in 91. And then, obviously, Gonzaga last year made it yeah. to the championship game before losing um, to Baylor. They were undefeated. Um, and then, yeah, Kentucky a couple of years ago. But that's the, the last the last undefeated team was 1976, that Indiana team. Has that ever happened in the SEC? It may have happened for an Adolph Ruff, Ruff team, yeah, but it would have, I mean, it would have had to have been before that. So, uh-huh. It's very, okay. yeah, it's very uh, rare. Yeah, extremely. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, on to football. Uh, you know, we were on the downhill slide, but then we hired Ike Hillier. And in my mind, that's kind of not only a stop to the slide, but it's a just a complete turnaround and climbing out of the hole. It's like, uh, it's kind of like, you know, if you're a receiver and he shows up, you know, how good is he uh, recruiting? Well, just the fact he shows up is enough, I think. It's like if the Beatles called me and said, would you like to play with us? Like, yeah, okay, you know. <laughs> well, definitely the, the biggest name um, that 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 Brian Harson has added, Jason. I mean, no question. He's uh, as far as cred, uh, you know, credibility that that I kill you brings it. Yeah, no question. I mean, you look at, and I, you know, I said it may not it may not hold as much for a current player now, but for their coaches, yeah, their parents, for everybody, they understand who I kill you is from a from a player standpoint. But mm-hmm. current the current kids now. We'll be able to look at his NFL experience yep. and go, hey, here's who well, he coached in the NFL and those kind of things. That should be something that, that opens doors. Parents have a lot to do with maybe where a kid might go, though, too. Yeah, and coaches, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, well, thanks. See you. Pre- appreciate it, Yellowhammer. 334-321-1390. So here's your, here's your list of undefeated national champions. Okay. San Francisco in 56. Bill, Bill Russell. Bill, Bill Russell. Russell. North Carolina 57, which would have been probably who was the guy that coached the 76ers? Was that what he'd been on that team? Billy Cunningham? Yeah, was he? Was he uh, around that no, time? Cunningham was a little later. later. Cunningham was later. But UCLA 64. With Lou Al, yeah. 67. Yeah. 72, 73 with Bill Walton. So that, right. And so then Indiana Lou 70. Alcindor, Bill Walton. And then Indiana and then, 76. And then Bobby Knight. That, that's yeah. the, been the undefeated teams. Yeah, but, period. Period, yes. Yeah, so there you go. Appreciate the call, Yellowhammer, 334-321-1390. And John is up next. Hey, John. 
Hey, guys, I would say to the prior comment, 91 UNLV is probably the best basketball team I've ever seen in my lifetime. They weren't undefeated and lost to right. in the Final Four. But uh, yeah. real quick, I was going to mention I really enjoyed listening to Jason with uh, Brad Law on the baseball broadcast. And where I'm going with my question, uh, Jason could probably take up two, uh, two shows on this one. But excellent YouTube video I saw the other night called Uneven, and it was talking about uh, college baseball scholarships. Really went in depth on the, the disparity in those uh, in scholarships and how different teams have not really an even playing field at all. And I just like to get Jason's thoughts on what he thought, what he thinks could be done to perhaps correct that. Because I was really shocked. Uh, sports like hockey and gymnastics, even men's, had more scholarships than baseball has to offer. When baseball is, I think, the third leading revenue or second leading revenue producer for the NCAA. So I'd just like to get Jason's thoughts on that. I know that's a complex issue. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate the call, John. Yeah, you know, the, the hard part is is that it's it's a nationwide vote, and it's not a nationwide sport, unfortunately, because they won't even vote in, you know, the third full-time assistant for college baseball. And, and, and it's, it's, it's such an uneven, unbalanced sport right now, like a lot of them are. But, but that's, the, that's part of the biggest issue is teams from the Northeast, most of those teams – they don't care. They go, well, no, we'd rather give scholarships to something else. And so you yeah, look they, at They don't want the expense for no, something that no, they're and, not getting as and, much out of. Yeah, and, you know, uneven is absolutely the right term. Um, Jason, when the vote for the third full assistant came up, one of the big names, if I'm not mistaken, was Texas who voted against it. And they're the number one team in the country, according to D1, ba- or, uh, D- uh, D1 Baseball. And I remember when that came out that they voted against it, and it kind of killed it. Everybody was like, What's going on? It's just it's baffling at times the the ups and downs that that particular programs get backing from their administration. Well, well and here's the here's the issue right now is if you're Vanderbilt, if you're Stanford, um, but also if you're Arkansas, if you're Florida, you're LSU, those programs. Why would you want other? Yeah, you want to keep it the way it is right now. Right. Yeah, because because of the lottery side of things, mm-hmm. um, those kids are making money. This is no NIL, without even without before NIL is factored in. No, be, kids, because of the uh, cost of attendance, cost of attendance, lottery side of things, right. all those things. They're making money to go mm-hmm. play at schools. So, where, so that right. gives them an advantage, here, which they don't want to give up. No, and, and we've talked about this before. But for for partial scholarship sports on the Auburn campus, track and field, swimming, softball, baseball, you have somebody from Georgia, you have somebody from Florida, and you say. That you give them a 75% scholarship, which would be astronomical. Mm-hmm. That'd be a huge number. Right. They're still paying three times, two and a half times out of state tuition on what's left. You have room and board, all those things that, get, that factor in as well. You're still talking about, you know, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars by the time they're done in a couple of years. Whereas you're going to make money somewhere else to go. The other side of this thing is too, because of that number, you got to say well. Oh, even if you get some NIL money, all those things, it might help you break even. Well, the break-even point would be great. It gives you a shot. But what you want to do is get to a point where you can talk somebody out of, out of signing as a fifth-rounder in the draft to instead go well, go to school. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's where Florida and LSU, that's where they have a huge advantage in talking kids out of drafts and getting them on campus. And that's the difficulty of, of being here and – I mean, you look at, at how this thing has exploded, and it's really been probably the last 15 to 20 years when it's happened. Any coincidence that 
I mean, Auburn made a run to a, to a, to a College World Series in 2019. But you remember the 90s? It was Auburn, Alabama, LSU, Mississippi State. Were the you know those were the teams? Auburn was there twice in four right. years, consistently a team that was in there. All of a sudden, it started trending towards other schools, and now you see the Kentuckys of the world. I mean, South Carolina, all of them, because of the the kick in from the lottery side of things that takes it takes some of those things out of play. But even you mentioned cost of attendance, even something without lottery base. Somebody from Birmingham right now that gets the same amount of scholarship at Auburn and Mississippi State, it is much cheaper for them to go to school in Starkville than it is at right. Auburn. Yep. Plus, it's a lot easier to get scholarship money. It's almost impossible to get academic scholarship money at Auburn. You can go to some of these other schools. You're a good student. You get some some you know athletic money. And, hey, by the way, you, you qualify for some academic money too. All of a sudden, it's taken care of. That's an almost impossibility right now at Auburn. Great, uh, great call, John. 334-321-1390 as we uh, continue here on the Wednesday edition of The Drive at Big Mike Steakhouse. Jason uh, going to be heading over for Auburn baseball against UAB. uh, Give us a little uh, preview of UAB. Yeah, you know, obviously the first thing you look at is Casey Dunn. Um, You know, moving to UAB, uh, athletic um, team that you know has some guys coming back, and they've got, they got some freshmen that are coming in. Henry Hunter is a, a catcher that's 421 already. Uh, Caleb Floyd is you know already got a bunch of stolen bases. Uh, Josh Sears is a guy that was the Conference USA Hitter of the Week, and then Thomas Ballard is a freshman pitcher that's already thrown pretty well so far. But you look at them, and, and you know what they're going to be. They're going to be tough, hard nose uh, with Casey Dunn coaching them, and so um, team that's going to swing the bat. They're going to be aggressive at the plate. And this is a huge opportunity for Mason Barnett. We mentioned Auburn pitching and mm-hmm. those arms. Oh, he, Nobody yeah. has better stuff right. on this Auburn than the entire staff than, than Mason Barnett does. Can he find it? And if he, if he does, he's your Friday night guy from a stuff standpoint. Just haven't been able to find that. Can he? Find, this is a great opportunity for him tonight to go out there and see if he can find it in a big situation. When you're talking about you still got four games left this week. Um, from a pitching standpoint, yeah, you, you need, you need somebody to get deep in the game. Right, I was going to say you, you'd love you'd love a few innings out of this, not just a bunch of pitches. You want yeah, you want yeah, some I mean, innings. Yeah, if you could get five, six, you know, six innings out you of a guy, got, I think if you got five out of it'd be, it'd be yeah. yeah, it'd be huge for this team. Three three four three two one thirteen ninety. That is the Kia of Auburn hotline. We'll get to our final break of hour number one. Love for you to join in as we continue with a Wednesday drive from Big Mike's. <laughs> Let's get back to The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067. And online at ESPNAU.com. And on Fox Sports Central Alabama at 98.3 FM in Birmingham and Sylacauga. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390. Toll free at 888-382-7502. Or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome back in. Final segment of hour number one of the Wednesday Drive as we come to you from Big Mike Steakhouse. Uh, again, the the special of the day, uh, we just sampled the redfish with crawfish etouffee. It is, uh, it is delicious. As every man, everything they bring out uh, is, is just uh, really, really delectable here at Big Mike Steakhouse. We'd love for you to stop by. A uh, happy hour going on till 6 o'clock with half-off appetizers and drinks. Um, Jason with us for a few more minutes before, before he heads over 
to the ballpark for Auburn baseball. Auburn and UAB tonight. We talked a little bit about that, of course. Uh, Auburn, Mississippi State basketball tonight. The Tigers, if they win tonight, then they can uh, wrap up um, the sole SEC regular season title on Saturday against South Carolina. You know what? They, they lose tonight. They can still share the conference title, but probably won't be the top seed. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it, it's, what, you, it's what you play for. It's what the whole opportunity is to, get, to give yourself this, this chance on the road at Mississippi State. And um, it's a team that's fighting for it. I, you know, I was at practice the other day. Bruce Pearl walks out. The first thing he says is, these guys are seven win at home. Yeah. I mean, they, they yeah. play pretty good at home. It's Arkansas is l- the only team in the conference that's beaten them at home. It's a late, late tip which actually could probably play in Auburn's favor a little bit uh, because the Auburn fans that are going are going to go no matter what. Right. Um, so there's some that are going to be there. I know a couple of busloads that will be there. Um, Mississippi State hasn't had a huge home court advantage for much of this year. I think they want to try to change that tonight, obviously, when you have Auburn coming in. That'll, that'll make a big deal for them. But to me, you know, we talk about big guys, everything going on. To me, this game's obviously Molinar. Um, he's such a dynamic scorer. You cannot let him go out there and have a 25-28 point game, and that's the that's the danger one for me tonight is to see what he does offensively. Well, I mean, the other interesting thing is Tulu Smith, uh, you know, has hasn't played all year. Last couple of games, he is he's been back, and I believe he's had 21 in the last each of the last two games, uh, and he and he's a load. I mean, he's a 6'11", 240, 250-pounder there inside that allows Garrison Brooks to. Uh, to sort of move out to the four spot, and uh, that that that'll be an interesting challenge. You would still think Auburn should have the advantage there inside, but if they can get something, if State gets something inside, can you know get and can get either Walker or you know somebody like that in, in foul trouble, that that's something Auburn's really got to watch out for. Well, that's the thing. Can can Walker Kessler stay on the court and play 28, 29 minutes yep. in this game? If he does, you you, you got to like Auburn's chances, but that's. I would not be surprised to see them try to, you know, go inside early and often and try to try to see if you can get him off the court. They're, Auburn's a different team without Walker mm-hmm. Kessler. Uh, there's no question about that. Well, the other thing on top of that is if Garrison does bump down to the four and Jabari's guarding him, Garrison, they, he stretched out more this year, but he's still more of a back-to-the-basket guy. Do they go to him and try to get Jabari in foul trouble? Now, all of a sudden, you talk about the best one-on-one guy for Auburn. If he's out of it, now, you know, even more offensive issues for the Yeah, Tigers. Garrison's, Garrison's taken, I think, uh, three times as many threes this year as he had taken in his entire career at Carolina. One of the reasons he went to Mississippi State is point blank. They said, yeah, no, we're going to let you shoot the ball basically where you want to. And that's what he was told by the league. Hey, we want, we want proof that you can hit knock down – the open jump shot. Yeah, I think he's hitting. Uh, he's hitting around thirty percent. Um, so, so we'll see. And um, really going to be an interesting ball game tonight. Again, uh, I, I wonder, Jason. I mean, right now, uh, I, I know, I know, Bruce Pearl is a master of you know having his players ready mentally. That's my that's my only concern. The fact that they've lost three straight road games and just going out there. I'd love to see him get off to a quick start. Yeah, and and you know that hasn't been necessarily just a road thing. This team, no, has, no, you're they, right. It's been slow starts at home, but we saw it the second half coming out against Tennessee the other night. Yeah, they got to find some way to to get a couple of baskets. And I, I just this this team can't have 
eight or nine minute stretches where they don't score. Now Tennessee's a good defensive team. Give them a lot of credit. Oh, they for are. That. They're a very good defensive but, team. But this team, this team can't have lapses like that offensively where they don't. No, score you can't basket. go eight minutes without a bucket. No, and and, and so. I mean, think about that. They went, eight, they went eight, almost nine minutes without a basket, got out-rebounded by 1,000. And we're down three with a minute to go. Correct. 23. Yes. Yeah. And got so, out-rebounded by 23. And so you look at the, those things. To me, that's where it started. I wrote it Monday. All the other things, shooting the basketball, it'll come and go. This team has to rebound the ball. Yes. You rebound the ball, that keys your transition, which is your offense. This team is not a good half-court offensive team. You've got to get the rebound first, and you can't look to run. I don't care who has to get it, but you've got to you got to have multiple guys hitting gotta, the boards, you gotta and play then, in tra- then you look to you go. You've got to play in transition. Here's my, here's my stat for the night. Your three position, Alan Flanagan, Devin Cambridge, whoever it is, those guys have to have ten rebounds tonight between them. Come on. Those guys have ten rebounds tonight unless you have a rash of turnovers. That's the key for me. Those guys have to do their part in this. They're not scoring a ton especially away from home, Mm -hmm. they've got to crash the boards tonight. Jason Caldwell with us, uh, about to head over to to baseball. Jason, while we've got a a couple of minutes, let everybody know what's going on at at AUTigers.com. This is a fun time of the year. So many different sports converging. We haven't talked much about football. We're going to before long after spring break this next week. Spring practice gets started on the 14th. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's going to be wide open the next you know special couple of weeks when you you start factoring in SEC basketball tournament in Tampa next week. But then the week after, you start spring football, you start SEC baseball, and you start NCAA tournament time. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, softball is going strong as well. Gymnastics ramping up towards Man, they're, they're, they're everything. Really, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a fun time. All of it covered there. AUTigers.com, AuburnUndercover.com as well, and uh, you know, like I said. Uh, whole lot of fun and hopefully it'll be a lot more fun moving forward yeah well i mean so thus far our spring sports are doing pretty darn well so uh it, it's a it's a fun time look forward to uh, to everything that that uh, that y'all all have there at, at autigers.com we're we're closing in on the end of hour number one again we're at big mike steakhouse here at the uh, intersection of shook jordan and wire road tons of parking Come on in. If, uh, we'd love for you to hang out with us. Got a, got a good crowd here sitting with us out here on the deck uh, where you can take advantage of the uh, half-off apps, half-off drinks. Got the, uh, again, any of them are delicious, but uh, well, maybe my favorite is the, is the tiger shrimp. But, I mean, it is, it, it, it is really great. But great deals, great food, great folks here at Big Mike Steakhouse. Jason, thanks a lot, man. It's always always great uh, getting to spend a little time with you. Have a great broadcast yeah, yeah, this evening. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great broadcast yourself tonight there, Scott, as uh, you get ready for a little baseball late night for you. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about what else is uh, going on here locally. I mean, got uh, basketball tonight that we talked about, but there's, there's basketball tomorrow morning. Yeah. As girls go to... Birmingham, third trip in four years. They play a 32 or 33 and 2 or 32 and 3, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vestavia Hills team, and, you know, it's, it's backs are against the wall, but hopefully the girls will show up and play well. Yeah, we'll talk about that and more. Take your phone calls. We're halfway done, though, here on the Wednesday drive. Our thanks to Jason Caldwell for joining us for hour number one. Love for you to join in either here at Big Mike's or give us a call as we head to our top of the hour break here on the Wednesday Drive.
W294AR Auburn. WGCCHD3 Waverly. Auburn Opelika's sports leader. ESPN 1067. A broadcast service of Auburn Network Incorporated. Live from Auburn, the sports capital of Alabama, this is The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067. And online at ESPNAU.com. And on Fox Sports Central Alabama at 98.3 FM in Birmingham and Sylacauga. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390. Toll free at 888-382-7502. Or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome into hour number two of the Wednesday Drive on a beautiful, man, a perfect day this Wednesday afternoon. Great day to be sitting out on the deck, the patio, if you will, here at Big Mike Steakhouse. Uh, it's, it's always great to be here, but I mean, I love it when the weather's like this. Just so pleasant. Couldn't ask for a nicer day. Uh, we'd love for you to stop by and join us if you can. Hey, happy hour going on for another hour with half-off apps, the appetizers, uh, the tiger shrimp, the Wickles fried pickles, homemade fried mushroom, and the uh, chuck wagon cheese fries, half-off drinks, drafts, wells, Bloody Marys, mimosas. So a a great time to come out, just hang out out here. Uh, If you can't make it out, obviously, uh, the next time you want some just delicious food, I mean, voted uh, the best steakhouse in Alabama. I saw that recently, yeah. and that is, that is, they're absolutely right on that. It's, it's fantastic. I think every time I've come here, I've tried to make sure I get something different. And they usually have something different. Yes, they have they specials usually. all the time. And it's, it's delicious. And, uh, yeah, and as the weather starts to change, because, you know, this week it's feel, or today it's feel fantastic. I'm going down to Florida next week, and it's going to be 90. Yep. So, yeah, that changed in a hurry. Um, but no, especially with the patio out here, they got they got fans out, TVs out, all kinds of great stuff. It's a fantastic setup, especially from with the happy hour right after work. Come out and mm-hmm. just you know have something to drink before you go home, and 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 just you know kind of hang out and relax. Yeah, and they don't even need the fans today because no, it's, it's such it's, a it's such fantastic. a great uh, afternoon. So uh, yeah, so we're here at Big Mike's. Uh, that's Scott Bagwell, voice of Auburn High School athletics, and Bill Dan is with. The uh, Troy women who are getting ready, they don't play until Friday, but he had to go down. He, he, was, he was swearing he, he has to help scout. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, or he got he's, a free ride down. That's, so that's, that's what it is. It. He's got a free ride. He's got free, free, free room and food yeah. <coughs> for a couple of days in Pensacola. I would question be, him if he didn't go. Be a lot, lot uh, yeah. It'd be, it wouldn't be a very wise move if he no. didn't take advantage of that. No, no, it would not. Um, so, yeah, so he will be back, he hopes, Tuesday. Right. Because the championship game is on Monday. Uh, so it's Bill and Scott here on the uh, Wednesday edition of The Drive. Our thanks to Jason Caldwell from inside the Auburn Tigers, AUTigers.com, for spending hour number one with us. Um, of course, uh, we hope you heard Hope you heard Jason. If you missed him, uh, check out the podcast of The Drive, brought to you by Southeastern Industrial Contractors. Hour number two of The Drive, brought to you by the good folks at the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care, with locations in Auburn and Opelika on the web at orthoclinic.com. And we welcome your calls, questions, comments on the Kia of Auburn hotline. Kia of Auburn, where you're always number one. And the number to get you through is 334-321-1390. Anything you want to talk about 
sports-wise. Huge basketball game coming up tonight in Starkville, Mississippi, uh, as Auburn uh, with a chance to clinch a share of the SEC regular season title and then a chance to wrap it up at home on Saturday. 8 o'clock tip down in Starkville. And, uh, yeah, they've been pretty good at the hump. Just one loss, uh, that being to Arkansas. Overall. Yeah, in conference, they're 7-1. Seven seven. and one. So, uh, so that will be coming up at 8 o'clock this evening. Auburn baseball and softball are, are going on this evening. Um, Auburn, Auburn High back in action again this evening. Right, this one at Opelika. At Opelika. Um, and uh, they got a 7-4 to four win last night, looking to get their last win, looking to go 7-1 to before having the break. Uh, spring break, and then they'll have the East Alabama Classic next Friday and Saturday. Um, but, yeah, Auburn High off to a really good start. Uh, and, uh, again, five SEC commits on that Auburn High School team. It's, uh, it's, it's if, if <laughs> That's every, ridiculous. If, yeah. If Coach Zemo was talking about it last night when I got to talk to him after the game. They have a chance to be good, but uh, normally when he's able to figure out how good they're going to be is – uh, after the trip to Mobile that they take, and that's in a couple of weeks because you're going to find out if your team's going to be any good after they spend four or five days on a bus together. And uh, if they don't kill each other, they got a chance to be pretty darn good. And if they don't get along, well, then it's going to be a long season. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that, that, that's always always a, a, an interesting one when they make that trip. But, uh, yeah, that's coming up. And we mentioned at the, uh, at the end of hour number one <coughs> the, uh, the Auburn High School girls Tomorrow in the final four again. Yeah, and third time in four years. Uh, well, that all the AHSAA broadcast will be on W Lee ninety six three at nine a.m. Um, due to AHSAA rules, you're not allowed to have a local broadcast. I still haven't figured that. Yeah, one out. I don't know why they wouldn't say here pay us and and there could be two different broadcasts. Instead, they say pay us and and you'll get to air the broadcast yeah, of of guys who don't know um, who aren't as familiar with the players. No, exactly. you're right. Uh, that's a shame. Um, but yeah, Vestavia really really good on the year. Uh, three losses. It's to Hewitt, um, Hoover, and I forget the other one. But uh, Hoover is the Hands down favorite to win 7A this year on the girls' side. And um, uh, it's Auburn's hoping hoping for a, a program victory tomorrow. Auburn is yet to get a win in the state semifinals. They're hoping that changes uh, tomorrow morning at Legacy Arena. I know there's a there's a couple of busloads of fans for Auburn going up, which is a good thing because uh, Vestavia is going to pack it out as they're obviously right there. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's, it definitely is a – a home advantage uh, for them being right there, but uh, but yeah, hopefully, uh, hope hopefully the girls can uh, uh, can can pull off the upset. Yeah, it's uh, they're going to have to play well. Uh, they got the talent to do it, um, but they're they're going to have to have their three headed monster be um, be uh, basically be at their best. And if Auburn plays at their best, no reason that they can't win the game. But if Auburn goes out there and turns the ball over and get sloppy like they did in the first half against Central in the regional finals. Uh, Auburn's going to have a long night. 334-321-1390. We'd love for you to join in either here at Big Mike's or give us a call. That's the Kia of Auburn hotline. Anything you want to talk about uh, sports-wise, I mean, we've got, uh, as we said, basketball coming up tonight. We talked a little football there in hour number one. Had a uh, caller wanting to uh, get thoughts on, on Ike Hilliard being added to the staff. Uh, the, um, of course, 
Spring practice gets started in less than two weeks. It'll be a week from this coming Monday following spring break. Auburn will uh, hit the practice field. And, and uh, obviously, Scott, I mean, we haven't had a chance to talk on the air um, uh, uh, with you about this. But, I mean, so many things um, to be looking for and questions to be answered, hopefully that can be answered this spring. And the top one's got to be quarterback. I yeah. mean, because you've got five quarterbacks in the room, which is as many as, as we've seen at Auburn in a long time. I don't know if there will be five in the room come this fall. But, I mean, this is the opportunity for any of those guys to step up. It is, and it's going to be wide open. It's not like there's anybody who comes into this one with with the leg up. Um, You know, uh, Finley played at the end of the year, but, you know, the I'm drawing a blank, the transfer from A&M. Oh, Zach Calzada. He's got more experience than anybody. Um, right, and then you got, and you it's know, just, but it's all last year. It's all last year, and then you have two transfers um, with Ashford, and then all, or, or, or you had two kind of more athletic guys with Ashford, and then Davis. Mm-hmm. So you know, how does this offense look? You know, uh, I don't, and you know, if you follow and listen to people from across the country, they always were curious about the Harson and the Bobo marriage because they were. They're similar, but it's different enough that you're like, this This isn't really going to mix well. But how does it look now when you have, you know, is it going to be more spread open? Is it going to be, you know, just so many different questions? Well, one, one thing we do know, I, I don't think there's any question about it now, it's Brian Harson's offense. It is. I mean, before you were wondering, is it Bobo's offense? Is it Brian Harson's offense? No, it's Brian Harson's. It's his offense, his coaching staff. I mean, he, after the, you know, um, the the, the craziness yeah. the craziness of a of a couple of weeks ago, um, he he understands and everything now is like it's got to be focused on twenty twenty two. I I know that you can't um, ignore the future twenty twenty three and beyond, but uh, the main concern has to be twenty 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 two. If there's gonna be a twenty three and beyond. For Brian Harston and his staff, the way 2021 ended, you can't look at 2023. You know, if, no, you're right. If you would have won some of those close games, maybe. yeah, you beat South Carolina and Alabama. I mean, yeah. just, just those two, and it sounds crazy to go just you know beat the team that played there for the for the national championship. But you, you had the whole game. You had them until the last minute. Yeah. So if you do those. Uh, regardless of what happens in the bowl, you go eight and four, and you go into a bowl. You go to a better bowl game, and and you're in a much game, better frame of mind when you're bowl game. Bowl too. games are so weird because you go to a better bowl game and you lose. It's kind of eh, yeah. You you were, you were there. You had a good, decent bowl, and especially if you win two more games, you're probably at a pretty good bowl. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, you're you're playing on New Year's Day yeah. in Florida, as opposed to you go six and six and you go to Birmingham where nobody wanted to be, right? And then you don't play well and you lose the Birmingham bowl. And even though it's to a pretty darn good Houston team who won 10 games, it's just it feels so different. I'm also interested in, you know, the two hires that Harrison made where he went outside of the, the, the room, so to speak, were to the NFL twice. You know, one of them didn't work out. The other one is, is Ike Hilliard. I'm inter- it's, it, it, to me, it's, it's now obvious that, that Harson wanted somebody from the NFL. Oh, yes. And I'm interested as to why. You know, do we see something that you see in the NFL a lot trickle down to Auburn, or was it just for, you know, I'm just interested to see how, how it works out. Yeah, because the Austin Davis hire wouldn't have been one that you would think um, would be, wow, this is going to 
uh, this is going to be a big help in recruiting. No, but but um, I, I mean I, the Ike Hilliard one I can still as as Jason was saying and as we were talking a while ago, his name is known by anyone uh, who is coaching or the you know the the parents at least of of prospects will know the name Ike Hilliard because he was a great player. Yeah. At the University of Florida. Well, the other thing that he can say is, is we do stuff that's done in the NFL. Right. And if anybody questions it, he can be like, I was there more recently than anybody else. Like, that coach who's at another school was who was there four years ago. That's four years ago. The game's changed in four years. I was there last year. So it's just I'm interested to see what that happens. And also the fact that it was positions where the passing game is. Oh, yeah. Ball. So that, it looks like that's where the where – Horse, Brian Harson said that hit the offense needs to adapt a little bit is in the passing game, and I'm interested to see what, what, what that means going forward. Well, one thing Brian Harson's teams at Boise did more and with more success was throwing the ball downfield. Yes. I, I don't think he is, is as uh, enamored with the short, short passing game, slip screens. And, right. And short. Now, he likes a tight end. There's no question. And that's his short. He Usually his short, short passing games. game yep. is tight ends and backs, but he likes to stretch the field. And that's something Auburn did not do well last year. Bo did it better than he had done in the it, past. Yeah. But after Bo went down, man, did Auburn have some opportunities to Just hit on some anybody. big plays. There's a big one in the Bama game where on the pick that there's a seam route and, and Finley throws it on a line and the yep. guy jumps up and makes a play. He was it was open. I understand and I understand not liking the play call and everything else. The guy was there. So how, how does Auburn find a way to hit on chunk plays? The other thing is in the SEC, you ain't going ten plays for eighty yards. It ain't happening. Not not very often. No, no. you better go. You, especially especially uh, without a dominant offensive line. But also go look at how and look at what Alabama did against Georgia. How did Alabama carve up Georgia in the SEC championship game? Chunk plays. Big plays. Yep. They couldn't get them in the title game, and Georgia wins. Auburn's got to find a way to get that, um, especially in the passing game. So, you know, that's where I think Harson's looking to, to kind of change some stuff up is to find a way to, to – to, and, and the NFL is all about you be very, very precise in the short game, but but you're going to take some shots and you got to hit them. It's also going to make your running game – uh-huh. Much more if efficient you, if you if you've got that threat of really stretching the field. If you force the safeties to respect the deep bomb, all of a sudden now you got too high look, and if you can't run the ball, and that was the other thing against Bama, Auburn, Bama was in a five man box at times, and Auburn could not run the ball yep. against a five man box. If you can't do that, go home. You're not winning. Three three four three two one thirteen ninety. That's the Kia of Auburn hotline. Bill Scott coming to you from. Big Mike Steakhouse here on this Wednesday. We'll get to our first break of our number two. Love for you to join us either here at Big Mike's or by phone, or you can text us on the drive text box, 334-564-1840. Come on in and join us. You're live on The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067. And online at ESPNAU.com. And on Fox Sports Central Alabama at 98.3 FM in Birmingham and Sylacauga. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390. Toll free at 888-382-7502. Or email us at thedrive at ESPNAU.com. 
Welcome back into the drive here on this Wednesday afternoon. Bill, Scott Bagwell at Big Mike Steakhouse. Let's get to the Kia of Auburn hotline. 334-321-1390. And Jimmy is up next. Hey, Jimmy. How are you, gentlemen? Doing fine. Man, it's great to be here at Big Mike's. I was going to say, I hope you're enjoying it. It's a great, wonderful place to eat. Um, let me, just, Scott, let me just say something. Um, I, I listen to Auburn High School, and I love the way you call it, and I appreciate your passion, especially in that last game against Central. Oh, um, I hear a butt I, coming. <laughs> but, no, I admire you because I heard you say something, and after commercial break, you came back and said, I apologize. I lost my head. I didn't think you lost your head, but I agree. Those were some tough calls, and I just want to say, I just really appreciate you doing what you do. Well, I appreciate it, and also uh, I'm glad that there wasn't a monitor in the uh, booth during that central playoff game so I could have seen <laughs> an up-close version of the call that was made in that game because I did not realize live that the ball never hit the ground, and and even if it was ruled a fumble or a pass, it still would have been a, an interception for Auburn High School. No, I haven't gotten over it after all these months. Well, I, you said something I think is critical. I've heard Bill. I mean, everybody says it. It doesn't matter when you get a break, good teams make you pay for getting that break. And, yep. I mean, that when Nick broke that big old run off, I mean, that was, that was hard. That yep. was very hard. So, but I just want to say I appreciate it, and I, I love the passion. Um, it is greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you, sir. Um, now, all right, Bill, since I, I'm going to turn it to Major League Baseball, I right. oh, this afternoon I did not see anything, so I'm assuming we're still sitting here with. Oh yeah, no, no, don't expect. I don't. I don't expect anything now for we're a while. S- we're sitting around waiting on six or seven clubs that are holding all this up. Yeah. I think that's what I've heard. I mean, right now it's hard, and and uh, I, I I flipped over a little and watched uh, just some of the commentary on the MLB Network last night, um, and and everyone there was in agreement that they don't see any quick resolution here, that that deadline yesterday at 4 o'clock, it's going to affect more than just the first week. This, oh, yeah. this uh, I think everyone will be very surprised if they play within a month. Now the regular schedule start at March 31st. If we're playing before the 1st of May now, uh, it'll be a surprise. And, you know, that's... You know, we're fans. We're not the guys writing the checks. Um, no, obviously. And, and we're obviously but, not the guys cashing the checks yeah. either. But <laughs> No, because we wouldn't be on the radio, would we? Uh, but um, it is, it, as a fan, it's very disappointing. I mean, you just want to know, guys, you've had some great runs. You've had great storylines. How are you going to screw this up? I mean, it's us. We this is how. Deal. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're they're, they're coming up. Some great young players are starting to come up. You know, it was uh, um, after the COVID year when so many teams, and there was a legit reason then why the season was shortened, and it was a fun run there, and I thought last year was a very entertaining year. This is a great way to lose the interest of of, of a huge fan base. Well, I'm going to ask you two a question unless it's changed. I, I mean, I kind of agree with Barrett Daly. I mean, whatever Freddie's asking for, write it. Um, he should face your franchise. Bill, that would be the same way if Boston had told 
David Ortiz, I'm sorry, that's just a dollar more than we want to pay. Yep. You I, can't do that. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't get it. It's not it's, – it's about as bad as a look as you can get, especially because the Braves are a publicly owned team, so they have to release their finances. And you find how much money they made last year. There's zero reason not to pay the man. And, and I understand they want to keep under a certain level. Whatever. In that sport, you got to spend money to win. And Freddie's done everything he can. He, he bridged the gap from the last good one through the rebuild to a to a champion. Hey, he's he has yeah, he and and he has uh volunteered not to get quite as much to try to help them. And and yeah, okay. So great. So they win so they win the title. They better now they they better not be, you know, cheap. Give them the extra year. I think that's what it comes down to is the extra year. I I agree. I I just Bill knows I'm a big Red Sox fan, and that I mean that's just a check you ask. How much do you want? I mean, you just write it. I mean, yeah. What do you need? What do you need? Yeah, that's right. I'm, how okay? You need a home being bought. Got it. I mean, I'm just I'm being facetious, but I will say I I don't see any way the Braves come out of that looking good if they do not sign that man. I mean, because he is the face of your franchise. Period. Well, now they've got another. They probably have another month to try to work yeah, something out. The other out. thing is, is you know, you've you've got the deal with Acuna where you don't have to pay him no the superstar money for another you eight got, years. You got such a great deal on those two. Yeah. So go pay Freddie. Well, I, I'm hoping we're gonna have a little more conversation about how people are playing. But I will say this: I did get a chance to. Uh, Catch Auburn and Yale, and it was just great to be at the ballpark on Saturday. Gosh, beautiful weather um, for February. So it's you know baseball here as a baseball fan, I love it. And yeah, enjoy college baseball day. because that's all you're going to have for a while. College and high school. Yep. Enjoy it, but like I say, I just I just enjoy the fact this is. Hey, first you take our calls, and then second you're willing to tell us what you think. So. Y'all have a great afternoon, and, and eat all you can at Mike. Appreciate it, Jimmy. 334-321-1390. I, I was wondering if we'd get to Major League Baseball well, today. I mean, that was such a disappointment yesterday. It was. Because you felt like on Sunday, after they went till 2 o'clock in the morning, they're going to go ahead and get something done. I was hoping that somebody would be able to get get both sides. and be like, Look, here's what y'all don't get. When the stoppage happened in 94 and 95, I almost killed the game. That's right. It took and we it took were, steroids yeah, to get well, people back. That's what back. Barrett was saying yesterday. He's absolutely right. It it took that the the shame the of steroids. But if it hadn't been for that, uh, the game doesn't recover. Right. And so you're like, there's too much stuff for people to do nowadays for you to be gone for an extended period of time. You just can't do it. Um, hockey has figured it out, and they have done enough to make sure that they stay on the ice because mm-hmm. they know if they if, any sport, if there's an extended you can't have break, stoppages. It ain't no. it, it, it. People have too much stuff to go, and also when you understand that the players and I know what they're fighting for, and I get it, I do. But to the average person, when you see billionaires and millionaires, oh yeah, you're going arguing, you're going wait, you're 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 ma- you're making the 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 guy who's sitting on the bench who never plays is making seven hundred thousand dollars. Guaranteed yeah. minimum, and and I understand that they're they're trying to fight for minor leaguers, and they're trying they to are. fight for some people who don't get that money, who who can get some more, and I understand that. 
and I can appreciate that, but it just still comes off bad. And a lot of it is still, and also I know arbitration, and I understand why the, the two sides of the owners disagree. Small schools are small Small ball or baseball teams want to be able to keep their guys for longer, mm-hmm. but I also 100% agree with the players. Manipulating time shouldn't be a thing. No, there, there's got right. There's got to be a middle ground somewhere, and everybody's just leaving money on the table by by not by not figuring out a way to get it done. Yeah, it, it is really a shame. Three three four three two one thirteen ninety. That sort of um, leads me into something that we really haven't talked much about. And that was the, uh, the the story that came out the other day about attendance in college football. Did you yeah. see? You saw that one for the seventh straight season, college football attendance has declined. And, you know, it was understandable uh, during COVID. Uh, this past year, I guess, you know, there are some places maybe where it couldn't be. But it's in the SEC as well. I mean, when the SEC has gone down year after year in attendance, um, it's... It, it's something that is a real, yeah. real concern now. Well, you know this. You buy tickets. It's expensive. It is very expensive. It's a combination. And, I, and I'd love to get our, our listeners' thoughts on this. You know, what is the uh, or what are the biggest factors yeah. well, for you about going to ball games or buying season tickets? Yes, the cost. is no doubt. No doubt the cost is up there. But I think... There are some other things that are involved 100%. as well. I mean, you'll see stadiums trying to do anything they can to engage. People, you know, uh, still do, you know, um, uh, ridicule the, the, the big, the big uh, scoreboard, the, the jumbotron. But it's something you gotta, that, that engages a lot of the fans. Yeah, but the other thing is, is you're seeing Wi-Fi and you're seeing charging stations right. and everything like that. Staying at home to watch a game has never been more in, oh more, no more enjoyable. I mean, the thing is, you everybody t- t- the the cost of buying the bigger the bigger and bigger televisions are getting less and less expensive, yes. and uh, the convenience of being there, uh, eating what you want when you want, you've yep. already bought it. Uh, you can go to the restroom, whatever. You can pause it. You can fast forward. You can skip. You know, you There's can do whatever. So many different layers about why things don't make like. A lot of the times people, oh, okay, we're going to go to the game, so fine, we'll spend the money. But now it's like, no, why am I spending 5 $6 on a hot dog? Why are you spending all day, too, at something where, you know, you can, if you don't like what's going on, uh, you can just flip it to another thing yep. and step outside or whatever. If you're there at the game, you're you've got to, you know, load everybody up and, and, and head and start heading home. But also, if, you're, if it's a big college game, if it's a big college week, you got games at, at – Eleven, two thirty, three, blah 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 blah. And you go tailgating. I mean, I get mobile or, or TVs and, and satellites and all that. It's now more common to be able to watch a game at a uh, at a tailgate. But now, is it still not more enjoyable to sit at home in the AC and, and flip back and forth and watch all the good games on as opposed to go sweat and be in ninety five degree heat? Yeah. So that is the challenge that college athletics is faced with right now. What do you do? And then I think on top of that, I think you also have the 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 next generation of possible season ticket holders is looking at all those options. Plus, they don't want to go somewhere if there's a chance that they're going to lose. Yeah, no, they're going to waste their time being watching something that might turn out to a loss when, you know, we talked about it's been since 76. Yeah, I know you see undefeated football teams from time to time, but 
Everybody can't do it. No, everybody can't do it. It's just not something that happens a whole lot. And uh, you're right. Win now or or ain't coming. That's a big thing right now. Yeah, it's tough. Hey, we have some softball tickets for this weekend. Auburn softball tickets for Saturday and Sunday. We've got a pair for Saturday, a pair for Sunday. We'll give those away in the final half hour, which is coming up here on the Wednesday Drive from Big Mike Steakhouse. Dan Peck on ESPN 1067. Online at ESPNAU.com. And on Fox Sports Central Alabama at 98.3 FM in Birmingham and Sylacauga. To be a part of the drive, call 334-321-1390. Toll free at 888-382-7502. Or email the drive at ESPNAU.com. Welcome back in. Final 25 minutes or so here of the Wednesday Drive. Bill Scott Bagwell here at Big Mike's Steakhouse, where their special of the day is redfish with crawfish etouffee. And uh, Scott, Scott was a little hesitant at first to uh, to try it. I mean, I know he's 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 watching. We're all we're all trying to. Well, I always watch what I eat. <laughs> <laughs> what a funny thing to say. Watch what I eat. Yeah, yeah I don't eat. Everybody, I don't eat it. without looking. Yeah. But I mean, no, paying attention and and trying to. Uh, you know, uh, eat, eat things that are not bad for yeah. you. That's not bad. No. First of all, that is delicious. The fish is delicious, uh, and I mean, it just it just falls apart yep. when you when you touch it. It it, it is wonderful. Um, stop in again. Happy hour going on till six o'clock with half off appetizers and drinks, um, and then of course their their regular great menu here at Big Mike's. Steakhouse. We'd love for you to join in on the Kia of Auburn hotline, 334-321-1390. I'll tell you what, a little incentive to get you to call in. We'll give away your choice of Saturday or Sunday Auburn softball tickets. Uh, the Tigers in the uh, Jane B. Moore Memorial this weekend with uh, North Carolina A&T, Toledo, and Chattanooga. Saturday, they'll play Toledo at 3 and then North Carolina A&T at 5.30. Sunday, Chattanooga at 12.30. So your choice of Saturday or Sunday tickets, just call in and uh, um, let us know, and, and we will get you set up with those tickets. Anything you want to talk about <clears throat> sports-wise, we've talked a good bit about Auburn-Mississippi State tonight. Well, last night, Kentucky and Tennessee, and not, I mean, not in dominating fashion for either one, got the wins they had to have, though, to pull within a half game of Auburn. Uh, and Arkansas tonight is at LSU. Uh, excuse me, they're hosting LSU because Arkansas is at Tennessee yeah. to wrap things up. You would think Arkansas gets the win. They're unbeaten at home. So you would – no, no, excuse me. Vandy beat them at home. That's crazy to believe. Opening SEC Arkansas game. Arkansas struggled Arkansas out of the game. lost their first three games, including a home game to Vandy, but they haven't lost at home since. They've got LSU tonight. LSU – a very talented team. 
you just don't know what you're getting from yes. them. They're another eight and eight team that that could play their way in. I mean, they're they're twenty and nine. LSU's biggest issue is their head coach. Um, I'm, their I'm, head coach and their I'm heads. Just, I'm I think. just not a fan of Will. No, Wade. who is? I don't, I don't, no, I don't I, think he's a good coach. LSU, LSU fans are the yeah, only ones. I don't think that he's are. that great of a coach. I don't think he gets enough out of his talent. Um, when you sit there and you watch him, I just go, boy. They are they are very talented. They are, but when you watch him, you go if you don't if you think Auburn doesn't run offense, watch LSU. No, nah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I mean it's we're at the end of the year. Everybody in conference has watched so much film on these teams. Everybody knows what everybody's going to do. Who's going to hit shots? Every single possession is a grind. That's what it's at. and that's also why if you get to March, all of a sudden the game starts to open up. Because teams don't know each other. You can watch all the film you want. It's not the same as playing against them every single time. It's like all like Auburn with Ole Miss and, and you know Georgia and Bama play each other two times a year. Like you know what everybody's going to do. It's 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 just different. And um, so I, it's it, right now you're at, you're in the grind heading into the postseason. And um, you know for, if you're an Auburn fan, you just want you just want Auburn to find the groove somewhat on offense you know these games tonight i mean th- you may not think there's much to the a&m alabama game huge as far as seeding for the sec tournament and alabama i believe wraps up a first round bye yep. with the uh with the win uh tonight but i mean alabama you got it alabama's nine and seven they can't i mean they can't finish any higher than fifth but i think they could finish Heck, they could finish. I mean, if they lose, they, they could all, finish tenth if they lost out. Bama loses, they all of a sudden they're back in. They're in. They're in. The they're one game over five hundred. A and M would be one game under five hundred and have a tiebreaker. So if they, if A and M won again and Alabama lost, uh, Alabama could drop all the way down. That is what's crazy with Alabama at nine and seven, Florida and South Carolina after winning last night are nine and eight, LSU, Mississippi State are eight and eight. And then A and M is seven and nine. So you have the four teams that have separated themselves. No right. question who the top four teams. No are. doubt. And then you have the bottom four, which have separated themselves in a bad way. But even then, Vandy's a game behind A and M. Yeah, they're a game and a half and back. Though you, that that loss yeah. last night. And then you got that middle slosh of just. You got six teams that are separated by two games yep. right now. Three three four three two one thirteen ninety. That's the Kia of Auburn Hotline and Amy. Is next. Hey, Amy. Hey, guys. How's it going? Fine. You interested in softball tickets? Oh, um, well, I actually had a comment. Uh, oh, okay, fine. Sure. If I may. Um, and in fact, I've missed some of the show today, so I don't. I don't know if the, uh, you know. I don't want to repeat anything. But um, real quick, I, I've been enjoying uh, you know watching Auburn basketball. But um, something that had happened a time or two, and I didn't know if it's common now in in college basketball. But you know, our guys, I like for them to get fired up and everything. But I think a couple of times they've been like what sort of dancing on the logos or stomping on the logos. Um, uh, of the opponents, and I just, I, I don't know, I didn't remember that we used to do that, and it seems like it can be kind of a uh, way to give extra motivation to the opponents, you know, when we're playing at their, in their house, and I, I just, 
heard the announcers talking about it. You know, I didn't actually see it happening, but in a couple of our away games that we lost right. recently. Uh, yeah, it it has become, yeah, it's become a little a, thing. a bit of a story here, and you know it's been it's been made more of a story. But but I, I don't disagree completely. I mean, I understand you want you, you want your guys fired up. It would seem after the first time you do that, and it's made something of that you might at least be able to move off the logo, maybe do it at the free throw line or something like that. I understand. I mean, mm-hmm. now you know these guys. You want them to be confident and borderline cocky but uh mm-hmm. yeah I, I, i'm i'm with you amy i mean i know there there are a lot of folks that are going to go ah you're an old whatever and i know I am. it's stick in the mud or something <laughs> <laughs> and i am yeah. but uh uh well i don't know about sticking the mud but i'm old but well, uh sorry, I but no i understand I like, and I, you know. I don't disagree i mean i would think that that you know i guess maybe bruce doesn't want to do anything to to sort of clip their wings, if you will, but uh, when when other teams seem to want to find something and and use that as a little motivation, um, I, I think you might be able to to at least move off the logo. What do you think, Scott? You're younger. I, you know, if it becomes a thing, you just stay away from the logo. It, it it's just funny because, and I agree. I don't I don't like I don't like when you go on the road. You want to go with the confidence and the swagger and everything right. else. But what you don't want to do is give the opposing, and not necessarily the team, teams the fans. Gonna, you don't want to get the fans involved. Yes, and it's the logo means yeah. something. You know, basketball, football, the logo means something. Just don't, don't even bring. There's a reason why if you ever go to the early part of the warmups in football, that's where the officials stand. They stand on the 50 yard line, make sure nothing happens. Just stay off the logo. Yeah, and I, I do think it it would probably motivate our guys too if if a visitor came in and did that. I think they would oh, feel kind of. hundred percent. You don't think the crowd the crowd would lose their mind? Yeah, true. That too, <laughs> for sure. Well, thank you all. I just want to make that comment. I've just been noticing that recently, and you know, I mean, we want to be have I guess good sportsmanship, but definitely I want them fired up. Sure, understand, Amy. That's a very good very good yep. point, and thanks for the call. Great stuff. Great, thank you. Three three four three two one thirteen ninety, Bill and Scott here. Now, uh, uh, Shane, we understand Shane wants some Sunday tickets, so so we will uh, we'll get that info. Um, don't know if Shane's on the line right now or if he just wants tickets. So uh, okay, all right, we will we'll get if you've got his info, Drew will get your info. You don't have to come on the air with us. No. So our Sunday tickets are gone, and we will. Uh, We'll have those for you at the studio. Just uh, uh, take note of that. You've got the info there, Drew. So we have a pair of Sunday, uh, excuse me, Saturday tickets for Auburn softball. If you'd like them, just give us a call, 334-321-1390. Supposed to be a, uh, another great day in the mid-70s, high yeah, 70s. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. So, All the Auburn, way through Monday, I believe. And Auburn tips at noon. So you got an early tip for the South Carolina game. So if you can't go to that one, if you want to watch that game, watch that game and go watch softball. It's going to be a gorgeous day for it. And if you want to get out there early and you've got extra tickets, that um, the, then then my my sons are still yeah, looking. Any any and everybody's <laughs> looking for them. Yeah, this one the final the final regular yeah, season know, home game. I know everybody. They're made not the joke. easy to find. Everybody made the joke. Oh, Auburn's losing, so his tickets are going to go down. And I'm like, wait a minute, there's nah. one more time to see Jabari Smith. And they could be they could wrap up the SEC and they title. Could the SEC, yeah, yeah. Like, 
Yeah, there's a reason to be there. I'm already hearing uh, people saying, uh, what's, what's, a new, what's another, what would it be, a half million if they storm the court? Yeah. I <laughs> mean, because they haven't done it, you know, in any of the ball games. But if you win the SEC, I wouldn't be surprised to see some, uh, see some folks on the court. They ought to take up a collection from them if they storm the court, though. It's going to be a half a million dollars. They're naming the court after somebody who gave the biggest donation. Just cut a chuck of that yeah, off. Just, yeah, that's right. Yeah, if, uh, if, if, we, if you win and you're you win. You're going to take .5 off of that Last that time that Auburn won the SEC outright was in, what, 98? 99, yeah, 98, 99. Yeah. When was it before then? Uh, outright, maybe 60. Okay, so twice in in, eight, in uh, 60 years? Yes. Yeah, write the check. 334-321-1390. We'll get to our final break of the afternoon. Again, we've got a pair of softball tickets for Saturday, uh, if you'd like them. And, of course, we'd love to hear from you as we wind it down on the Wednesday Drive from Big Mike's. Time to churn up some more yardage on The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067. And online at ESPNAU.com. And on Fox Sports Central Alabama at 98.3 FM in Birmingham and Sylacauga. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390. Toll free at 888-382-7502. Or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com. Final segment of the Wednesday Drive. We've had a great time here at Big Mike Steakhouse, as always. Again, the special of the night is the redfish with crawfish etouffee. Um, Bill and Scott Bagwell. Scott, man, I, I appreciate you uh, filling in for uh, for Peck today. Yeah, I'm glad his schedule's worked out, and I was able to help out. Um, you know, just been been a busy Easy last couple of months. I guess that's everybody right now. But uh, well, I mean, you're, you're ha- you you've been you've got a hand in so many different things, either broadcasting or coaching. Though yeah. I mean, you know, the with the uh, coaching basketball and uh, uh, and then getting ready for, uh, for for baseball. We've got we've got baseball, Auburn High baseball and softball that we're that we're airing on uh, W Lee. Yeah, it's just been it's been busy. Now it's I'm not complaining. It's uh it's been it's a whole lot of fun. Love to do it and. Um, you know, we, Jack Hudden has done a great job as well with helping out basketball. He's going to do softball as well. I think he's going to fill in some for baseball because I'm going to see a mouse next week, so I'm going to be out and miss <laughs> a couple of broadcasts. Um, but, yeah, no, happy to be ha- – thank you for having me and uh, happy happy to help out. So what is the uh, – what's the schedule? Uh, you, you mentioned it a little earlier, though, for, for yeah. Auburn High Baseball. So uh, they'll be they play tonight at seven at Opelika, and then uh, they'll be off until next Friday. They'll play West Point. Um, Man, do they usually get that much time off? Yeah, uh, normally they. I, they did, I didn't remember that from way back in the day. Normally they they actually normally have five five games in three days, but now it's four and two, so they normally come oh, back okay. and play on the Thursday. Right. And, so they only have two, so they'll play West Point around Coleman, um, on one o'clock on fr- next Friday, and then. I uh, believe it is, um, I think it's Spain Park and then Sparkman and Baker on Saturday. So that's the East Alabama Classic schedule. And then um, after that, they'll go, they'll make the next week, they'll make that trip down to Mobile where they'll, they'll play any and everybody that they can. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, all, that's, always, that's always a fun week. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's the thing Coach Simo is always, you know, 
play as tough schedule as yep. you can because it's going to make you better down the road. And, and then after that, um, after after the trip to Mobile, they're making trips up to Huntsville. So they're, wow. they're making they're playing any and everybody that they can get on a bus and go travel or get them to come play at Auburn. They're, they're going to do it. Same thing with softball. Uh, I think Auburn's next broadcast is going to be on the 15th when uh when Auburn plays Central uh over at the softball field at, on the campus of Auburn High. Uh meanwhile, Auburn baseball and softball tonight at uh, 6 o'clock each and then softball's uh, already going on right now. Oh, my bad. I was looking at the uh, cuz I just saw it. They're up 3 uh, nothing on Georgia State. Okay. Oh, okay. You're right. On the uh look, on the on the on stack sets, on the yeah. stack cast, it said 6. Yeah, so they're up three nothing in the uh, in the going into the uh, actually no, still in the bottom of the third um, as Auburn University it's four, softball it's is four nothing now is off to a great now that I click year. on it I mean I had it sitting there waiting and I thought well there's no reason for me to click yeah because there won't be anything going on but uh, no it's uh, four nothing um, Auburn with a four spot and still batting in the uh, top of the third uh, top of the third and got the bases loaded. Yeah, so a they, chance to really blow this one open. They're off to a great start. They'll be 16-1 and one if they hang on here. Good to see the offense going because if you watch softball, Auburn softball last year, just never the pitching got the was so going. good. Yep. But just, yeah, you're right. They could not. They've already, they've already hit more home runs in their first 17 games, yep. 16 and a half games, than they did all last National season. National media has actually picked up on that and said, hey, you know, Auburn's got some offense now because mm-hmm. they know it's something that the head coach is known for, Mickey Dean. He's going to pitch. He's going to have good pitchers. They're going to play some good defense. Can Auburn hit? Well, it's the early part of the season, Auburn's been able to hit, and they've done it against some good competition. Yeah, and we still, I believe we still have a pair of tickets uh, for Saturday, so if you'd like to go see the uh, Softball Tigers on Saturday, part of the uh, Jane B. Moore Memorial uh, Tournament, then uh, just call. Drew will get you set up. Also, um, you know, we're talking about different things going on with Auburn University Athletics. mentioned Auburn's women's basketball as they fell to Alabama today. But at halftime of that game, um, the SEC announced or uh, honored Susan Nunley as one of the trailblazers in the SEC. Oh, I, yeah, rightfully so. Yeah, uh, you know, long time she coached at Auburn, long time PA. None is so the, none is the voice. I mean, she is the PA voice yeah. of the SEC. Yeah, she done. She's done so many great things. Uh, you know, both for the university and for the city of Auburn. She's uh, she's just a great person and. Uh, uh, just congratulations to her, and that's a really nice uh, honor by, there by the SEC. And, and she was here's here's a little odd that nobody cares about trivia. She was a sweet maid of, of a cousin of mine. Wow! Back when when they were students. Yeah, <laughs> small world. Yeah, um, of course the 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 big one that uh, we'll be talking about, I'm sure ad nauseum yep. tomorrow is the Auburn-Mississippi State game. This is huge because, yep. like, I, like I mentioned quickly with Jason, we just sort of mentioned it in passing, if Auburn loses tonight, it's not the end, but Auburn, I don't see any way that they're the number one seed. Not without. Uh, unless LSU beats Arkansas tonight. Arkansas, Yeah, LSU would have to beat Arkansas. Arkansas beats Tennessee, which takes them out, right. and Auburn's going to tie But if Arkansas wins and Auburn loses tonight, yeah. Then the Arkansas Tennessee winner at, is going to be the top seed. You look at the four. You look at the four teams that are in there, and Auburn has one win against the other three. Right. Where Arkansas and Tennessee have multiple wins against. Now them. Auburn would have the advantage over Kentucky, Kentucky if had, it came down to a tie, and Kentucky would would lose the tiebreaker to, to, any, to anybody. Yeah, yeah, because against the other three, Auburn's one and two, Kentucky's one and three. Now. And and something that Calipari said, he said he doesn't like the unbalanced schedule. He's got something there. 
They've played one home game against that group. Auburn right. did as well. And Arkansas has had the home games Auburn, against everybody. Yeah. Now they do have to go to right. Tennessee. That'll be their first one, though. They've had all three teams at, at their, their place. place. Yep, and they've, and they've held serve. Um, it just goes to show how hard it is to beat good teams on the road in college basketball. Yep, and uh, this is not a great team, Mississippi State. They are. But, I, but I, I heard some people today saying this is a bad team. They're not a bad team either. No, they're not. They're, they, and, and they're a tough. They're a tough out at home. Well, the other thing is, is what they kind of their strengths match up with Auburn's kind of proverbial or proverbial weaknesses. They play defense. They're going to make you earn it. They're a team that likes to slow the tempo yes. down. Auburn wants it up yes. tempo. Now they got they got a guy that can fill it up, and they got some post players who can got, get after yeah, it. Molinar's the guy tonight. I mean, Auburn needs to keep him from. Was, from uh, having a huge game. Was watching him in the second half against Alabama at Alabama. and Man, he, he struggled. He did, but he had a stretch where he had 12. Boom, or he can not, do that. And it, and he was coming off double screens, catch and shoot, contested, didn't matter. And then the team fed off of that. So if he gets going, Auburn's in trouble. Yep, so we will definitely uh, uh, talk about that. Danny, congratulations. Danny's got the Saturday tickets. So Shane and Danny with the uh, softball tickets. Our thanks to uh, Big Mike's for having us out once again. Scott, thank you again for, uh, for filling in. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'll, I'll call you again. Don't <laughs> worry. That's going to do it for the Wednesday edition of The Drive. Tomorrow, it's Basketball Thursday. Sonny Smith joining, joining me at 4.30. Zep Jasper at 5.30. That's going to do it for the Wednesday Drive. From Big Mike's, have a good one, everybody. We are out of here.